So in that beginning prayer we had, we call it the collect. Sometimes we call it the opening prayer. Today we ask God that we may begin with holy fasting this campaign of Christian service so that as we take up battle against spiritual evils, we may be armed with weapons of self-restraint. It's a very strong language. And then shortly, as we prepare the gifts before the Eucharistic prayer, during which they become the body and blood of Christ, and we then sacrifice them to our Father, We have a prayer that we pray, and we will ask that as we undertake this campaign of purification, this campaign of penance, this campaign of charity, that we might be cleansed from our sins so that we may become worthy to celebrate devoutly the passion of Jesus Christ. These two prayers tell us everything we need to know about what Lent is and why we do it. They tell us why we engage in these practices so that we can become worthy to celebrate the passion of our God. Now, we do celebrate the Lord's passion every time that we come to Mass. But even the glory of the Mass is but a shadow of the true celebration to which we are all invited at the end of our lives. The heavenly feast of the Lamb. That is the banquet to which we are invited. That is what we are called to celebrate well, to celebrate devoutly. That is why we must engage in this campaign of Christian service while we are on this earth. Because the point of this campaign is to eradicate evil from our lives. Because evil cannot coexist with God. And at that glorious wedding feast, That is who we will join, God. When we engage in this campaign of being Christian, we utilize the weapons of self-restraint. The prophet Joel teaches us today that to do that, we must rend our hearts and not our garments. In plain English, what he's saying is that what is on the inside is so much more consequential than anything on the outside because eventually the inside comes out. And then Christ in the gospel tells us how to do it. He tells us to pray and to fast and to give alms. Our Lenten practices should incorporate all of these. So if you're still looking for ideas, I get it, sometimes we wait a little bit too long. Perhaps instead of going and getting a coffee and a bagel in the morning, we can save that money and then at the end of the month give it to the Lord's Diner. We've given something up and given alms. We can make a daily effort to pray for the poor people on this earth who are alone, who are lost, and who have nobody to pray for them. Or if we really want to go And have some fun. Instead of just giving up meat on Fridays, we could add a bonus day. Like, no meat on Wednesdays, too. Those are for the overachievers, right? (laughs) But these practices of self-denial and of mortification, what they do is they break us. They break us in order to raise us up and to open our hearts And they do that by destroying our obsessive concentration 
on ourselves that is a result of sin. There's one more practice in asceticism that is critically important that we can sometimes miss, but it's in the gospel today as well. We should do all of these things without drawing attention to ourselves. By engaging in these practices and not seeking worldly recognition, we allow our Father, who Christ repeatedly tells us, sees the secrets of our hearts, to give us that recognition on that day where we meet him, on that day that we join him at that heavenly banquet. Humble prayer, secret fasting, holy almsgiving, all of these done without seeking recognition, it's a defining trait of what it's always meant to be Christian. This year we have an extra chance at humility. Because of all the things going on, the Congregation for Divine Worship has changed how ashes are distributed. Instead of receiving our normal cross on the forehead, we're going to sprinkle ashes on the crown of your head. It's different. It'll be new. But it is an ancient practice. We see it in the Bible centuries before Christ that they have done it this way. And many countries in the world already do it this way. For example, in Italy, this is just how they've always done it. So it's new for us. But it's okay. We'll get through it, guys. Now, unless you are lucky enough to be like me and have a beautiful bald head, nobody is going to be able to tell that you are fasting. Nobody is going to be able to tell that you went to Mass today. Nobody will be able to tell that you're beginning this Lenten campaign today. Nobody's going to be able to tell that you're rending your hearts to become worthy to celebrate that passion with Jesus Christ. But that's okay. It's okay because our Heavenly Father, who sees what is hidden, will repay you with everlasting